Hey, I'm Sarah Wyman. You're listening to Atlas Obscura. And right now, I'm coming to you from an exotic new location, which is the front of a ferry floating in the middle of the San Juan Islands in northwestern Washington. Everywhere around me, I'm turning 360 degrees on the ferry right now, and everywhere there are just these little dots of land absolutely covered with trees. And I'm here today because I am on my way to an adventure, a wonder in my own backyard. This is a prompt that we actually gave to you a couple months ago. We asked you to send in voicemails and audio recordings from wonders that you've discovered in your own backyard. And you guys responded with everything from natural wonders and little mysteries you've uncovered in your neighborhoods that have helped you fall in love with the place you live. So today, while I'm on my way to the wonder in my own backyard, we're gonna share some of those stories with you. That's coming up right after this. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites— along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh-generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, Totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. My name is Molly, and I live in Burlington, Vermont. And about 20 minutes south of us, there is a little town called Shelburne, Vermont. And in Shelburne, there's a couple of interesting things. Um, the most well-known one is they've got a full-size steamboat from like the early 1900s, just kind of sitting in a field. And it has like an interesting backstory because it's basically this stubbornness of some old rich man's wife who was like determined to drag this boat from the water into the field. But that is actually not my favorite thing that is in Shelburne. My favorite thing that is something that like even locals, even native Vermonters, like they like don't know about. You just kind of have to like randomly find it. And that is the Shelburne Troll Bridge. Right around like kind of the center of Shelburne almost, there's this little nature park. I think it's called like the La Platte Nature Park or something like that. And the trails aren't very well marked. They're like overgrown, there's no signs. But you can go there and just like walk around and at some point you will stumble across this very big like a drawbridge over the um, river and there's a sign that says watch out for trolls and if you start to look around in the tree you will see an actual troll and so it's like a secret fun troll bridge to find 
And that's my favorite thing so far in Vermont. Hi, my name is Brock, and I grew up uh, south of Seattle in western Washington State. And uh, I grew up near a place called Flaming Geyser State Park. And this park was uh, based around a uh, seeping methane gas event and uh, that had been, I think, uh, solidified. And uh, they had kind of made the, the vent stable so that uh, you could light a flame. The flame would be, would be lit. Uh, and would burn based on this methane seepage coming out of the ground. It was really cool to see, really neat. Um, when I was there with my friends in high school one time, we ended up, uh, as young young men often do, uh, horsing around, and uh, we ended up stomping on the flame itself. And the flame went out. I thought of this uh, similar to... You know, the Olympic flame that always burns never goes out. I thought we had committed a, a, a great tragedy of some kind, that we had, uh, we had destroyed history, and uh, we ran away. That same day, we got in trouble for playing uh, baseball apple, or apple baseball, with the uh, rotten apples had fallen off of a tree, because we were on private property, and we ended up talking to the sheriff. Um, but that's a different story. My understanding is that uh, apparently the, uh, the flame no longer burns, according to Washington State Park's website, because the methane has seeped out. So um, I don't know that uh, us stomping out the flame then was as big a deal as we thought it was at the time. <laughs> there's, no, there's not enough gas anymore. So uh, I guess I feel a little bit better about my childhood uh, miscreant behavior. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Hi, my name is Mia, and I'm calling from Worcester, Massachusetts. It's not really my backyard, but it's near my backyard. It's the Hadwin Arboretum, and it's a small hillside arboretum in Worcester that nobody knows about. Started by Obadiah Hadwin back in the 1800s. He had a farm here. And I guess he was a huge agriculturist, and he collected trees from all over the world and planted them throughout his property. And when he died, he left it to a local university, Clark University, and there's a professor at Clark who's taken over the Arboretum, and they're starting to identify and take care of these amazing trees. I just love trees. And so we've got cucumber, magnolia, dawn redwood, umbrella trees. I'm an environmental scientist, but this was the first time I ever saw fern leaf beach. It stumped me. It stumped my plan ID app. I'd never encountered a fern leaf beach before, and it's still here. And I love to come here and discover the different trees. And Clark University and the professor over there, they're starting to plant some really unique trees. I saw some unique disease-resistant elms and ginkgos and these little trees that I know in 20 years are going to be just amazing. Hey, um, my name is Natasha. I'm originally Russian, but I've been living in Germany for a while now. Four years ago, I moved into um, just one district of Berlin um, that is called Steglitz. And um, I had no like friends or real connections in this city. I used to go around and try to discover uh, the neighborhood. And I kept seeing like um, um, an image of a bird that was kind of 
it resembles a firebird, like a big, big bird with a fiery wings. So I got to um, see this on some of the sidewalks in Steglitz, and then I saw it also once on the on a cemetery um, that I used to like pass um, on my way to home. And I started digging up and I found out that actually in Steglitz there lived a man who is actually one of the founders of Wandervogel. It's a sort of a community of young people who really like to do hiking around Germany. And they would not only hike, they would also try to find historical hiking trails and also know more about the region where they're hiking. And it turned out that um, one of the founders, whose name was Carl Fischer, was actually a guy who lived uh, hundred, almost 100 years ago on the street next to mine and where the sign of the firebird had something to do with Wandervogel or Carl Fischer. So, for example, this uh, firebird sign that I saw in a park, if you actually go a bit in the bushes, which no one does, I think there, there is a small monument dedicated to Carl Fischer. And then the um, mosaic of a firebird in the cemetery that I used to pass through signals where to turn from the main road to a smaller alley where Carl Fischer is buried. So uh, if you know what this Wandervogel uh, mosaic stands for, you can actually know, okay, this is my cue to turn right and this is where Carl Fischer lies. Right now, when I'm not living in Berlin anymore, I keep remembering about all these firebird signs all around this district of Steglitz, and it makes me feel like Berlin was kind of my home for several years. And um, now that I live in, in a different city in Germany, in Cologne, um, I keep looking for such signs in and I hope that sooner we'll find one and uh, I'll get to take another interesting German story and that um, the city would be a bit would become a bit more familiar to me. Thank you. Okay, we're here. Time to get off the ferry. Okay, I'm exiting the ferry. I can see him. <laughs> Hello. Hey, I'm, I'm recording like a weirdo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. That's my colleague, Chris Naka. You know him from the credits of this podcast. He usually lives in New York City, but he and his wife, Aiden, were visiting her family in Washington. And so we took the opportunity to meet up in person and hang out. Oh, my God. Chris, Sarah, hey, we're at San Juan Island. It's that magical moment when people from remote podcasts meet each other in person. And the audience is like, it's this TV crossover that I never knew I wanted. The cinematic universe of that yeah. was obscure podcast yeah, expanding. It's all coming together. That the wonder in your backyard is the friends we made along the way. 
that that's <laughs> <laughs> that that's what we're doing. Is that is that does that work? That works, Chris. That works. <laughs> This podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. If you want to get in touch with us, you can always send a voice memo to hello at atlasobscura.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail at 315-992-7902. This episode was sound designed by Chris Naka and mixed by Luce Fleming. Our production team includes... Dylan Therese, Doug Baldinger, Camille Stanley, Willis Ryder-Arnold, Manolo Morales, Baudelaire, Gabby Gladney, Gianna Palmer, Tracy Samuelson, John Delore, Casey Holford. I did not do a great job of recording the rest of my day hanging out with Chris. I was too busy having fun learning facts about whales and eating mini corn dogs. So I guess this is the end of the story of the wonder in my backyard. So then, is there any payoff to that? <laughs> I mean, the lovely day we just spent together, but... <laughs> um, the good vibes is the payoff. People people come to the podcast, they, they're going to go meet their friends. Because that's... I don't know. I'm Sarah Wyman. Go meet your friends. And thanks for listening. Witness Docs from Stitcher. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Hi, I'm Lale Arakoglu, host of Women Who Travel. Women Who Travel is a transported podcast for anyone curious about the world. We talk to adventurers and athletes. I've raced the God's Own Adventure Race, which is on the South Island and goes through the mountains down in the Southern Alps on New Zealand. That was eight days spent out in the wilderness. And chefs. Iranian food is home, it's family, it's love. And we share dispatches from our listeners. Ireland is full of these, I will call them ghosts of the past. From stampeding elephants to training sled dogs. We hear it all. The dogs will curl right up with you, and it can be kind of cozy waiting things out. New episodes of Women Who Travel publish every Thursday. Join us wherever you listen.